What's up guys, Kevin Wagstaff here, one of the founders of Spectora. I introduced myself on this one because this episode might be great for contractors thinking about getting into the business of home inspecting or inspectors in their first or second year um, because Jamie came to me by way of one of his uh, really unique and creative YouTube videos that he created which I linked to in the description um, but he's just a fun guy that's just going into this industry head first um, he's really early in his journey so I think it's great to get that perspective of someone who's kind of making it up as they go and kind of how they're thinking about things and the confidence that he's showing um, of just putting himself out there because I believe that's what's needed to survive in this industry so um, I hope you enjoy it um, and let me know uh, give me your feedback and I ask everyone to share share this podcast with others in your sphere um, and other home inspector groups that's what allows me to keep doing it that's what allows me to put the time into it um, the more people that listen to it the better so share it I appreciate you all for listening and uh, we'll talk soon thanks no how are you man awesome how are you doing Doing well. I just had a morning, um, you know, Spectora advanced call where we got some feedback. Um, but yeah, we're we're living the remote COVID life like everyone else. How's that going? You like it? <laughs> you know, there's uh, we're fortunate. I'll just say in our industry that real estate has responded well. That you know, yeah, all of our inspectors are doing well. Our team's doing well. So no complaints. You know. <laughs> yeah. What. Uh, What's been going on with you lately? How's um uh, how's you know the last couple of weeks been? And or we can even go back to the beginning of COVID. That's kind of <laughs> we'll go wherever. <laughs> uh, um, but I mean, first, let's let's actually introduce you. Let's have you introduce yourself because sure. I, I have a funny story. I want to let <laughs> know why you're even here. Uh, but yeah, let them know who you are and where you're from. I'm I'm Jamie Donovan. I uh, it's Guardian Home Inspection is my company. It's I'm out of a Frankfort, Kentucky. It's right next to Lexington. So we serve central Kentucky and I basically am going everywhere in Kentucky right now. Um, I've got a background in construction. I've done that for a long time, pretty new to home inspection. So that's about where I'm at. Love it. And yeah, I think everyone that listens, you know, hundreds, maybe thousand plus listeners, I think they all like the different perspectives. You know, we have multis, we have new guys, everyone in between. Um, and so I want to tell everyone that I, I first heard of Jamie because someone on our team saw a video on Instagram or Facebook, which one was it both Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. um, of this fun kind of, uh, marketing kind of campaign, or I guess you can call it promotion PR, whatever called uh, will he fit, right? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to link to this in the description. Um, so everyone can, can see it, but it's, it's, a uh, kind of like a game show and this video that you produced so well, um, that just kind of has some fun with what you're doing. And I can see it being kind of mini viral in our industry. Um, I certainly shared it and sent it to a couple people. Um, but I saw that and I said, someone this creative in our industry, I want to talk to this guy because, um, <laughs> we don't see that as much in our industry. It's usually like, Oh, Hey, here's another crawl space. Here's a uh, here's another foundation crack. And you did something that I watched and laughed out loud to myself. So oh, I was like, I'll, I'm losing you. I'm sorry. Yep. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. You just, it just restarted. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Um, but, but basically I, I saw that video said, Hey, I got to talk to someone that's this creative, especially being new that is willing to go out there and do something like that. So that was, that's, that's the emphasis. What, let's talk about that video. So like, tell me a little <laughs> bit about the creative, uh, you know, what, what, what led you to even do that? Um, 
I, you know, I really don't know. Uh, that's, it's not that big of a shock if, if people know me that I just come up with weird stuff and I, I do weird things. Um, but yeah, that's just one of those things where I, I was going into these tight spaces and, and I mean, some of them were like, I'm, I was thinking, you know, there's, there's no way everybody's going like into this. I've got to be able to highlight, you know, just to kind of let people know that I'm, I'm going everywhere I can go. And I was trying to think of a creative way to do it. Um, and that just came to me. So that's really like a, a two o'clock in the morning thing. I just thought that might be a good idea. So I literally, I wrote out the entire script of my little idea. Uh, I sent it to a, a narrator guy on, on Fiverr. And that was basically it. The next day I filmed it and, and there it is. Wow. So who, <laughs> yeah. Did, did you have someone help you film it? Um, like, cause it just looked like a high quality. Yeah. Oh, video. actually it was, it was, uh, as far as, the majority of the camera work, um, like in the beginning, like my little the shots of me and stuff, that was my, my 10 year old son. I kind of pulled him out and said, Hey, I need you to film something real quick. And we went, we went outside and kind of filmed the intro. I knew where I was going that day. I had to go back to a, an inspection that I'd already done to go pick something up. And that's where the, the attic was. And I, I kind of, I'm going to use that. So kind of had it all planned out, but yeah, it was really just a matter of, uh, filming it out. I mean, the, the hardest thing for me would be once I got all my ideas and I get everything done, then I got to edit it. And that's not really my strong point. So. Yeah. And I just love <laughs> how you just said, Oh, I just kind of thought of it because it, it's not normal for our industry. I'll tell you that. So you are unique yeah. and different in that way, which is a great thing. Um, because I just to think the way you just casually said, Hey, I found a narrator on Fiverr, got it filmed, <laughs> you know, and the game show kind of a uh, vibe to it. It's just great. And I think it yeah. speaks a lot because our industry, as you can probably tell from the short time you've been in it, it's a yeah. lot of people just copying each other. A lot of, pe lot oh, of absolutely. people, absolutely, you know, saying the same thing, and that's what mm. got me so excited about it. So, <laughs> um, yeah, let's let, we'll come back to this, but let's talk okay. a little bit about your background. I know you sent me some notes. I appreciate that. Um, tell me a little bit about the backstory, upbringing, kind of what led you to where you're at now. I, I always find that interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, my story is not that it's not like a, I had that many hardships or anything, but, um, I'm definitely not the same person that I was when I like it until I became 20 years old from, from that point on, there was a big switch in like, um, and who I thought I was anyway. Mm -hmm. I, I struggled in school. I, um, I have ADD and in school it made everything super difficult. So I basically went the entire, um, my entire school career just, had this overwhelming sense, you know, that I'm just not as smart as I, I pretend to be, or I'm not just because everything was difficult. I, I barely passed high school. Mm -hmm. So I had this kind of defeated um, lack of confidence about me. So college wasn't an option because it was, it was so hard for me to pass school. I just didn't think there's no way I'm going to be able to, to su succeed in college. So mm -hmm. I ended up joining the military. I went to the Marines. Um, and uh, from that point, I ended up going to the Army, but what really changed me is while I was in the military, um, I started noticing that I was kind of standing out in certain areas and I was building, I was gaining some confidence. And then I had, um, a certain leadership. Once I got into this construction, you know, the certain leadership, that's all some of my strengths that I kind of didn't see myself and started, um, forcing me to use them and, and, and challenging me to do harder and harder things. And I had a lot of success in, in all the jobs that it gave me and it just, it, it gave me that confidence that I, that I didn't have before. And then I, I realized that I, I'm not what I, what I thought I was, that I had these skills that I 
assumed I didn't have. And I, I just kind of, I went over, I just ran with it. And then once I, once I got that confidence, I mean, there was no, no turning back. And I just started challenging myself and pushing and seeing what I could accomplish and see, seeing what I could do that I never would have thought I could have done. And I was, I was getting success and it was, it was working. And I, and it's, it's from that point, it's just, I, I'd kind of, I don't have a fear to, to try anything. Like I, I'm not going to assume that I can't do something. It's just like the video that, that with editing and things like I had this idea and I, I do it without any, um, really know how, how to, to make it happen. But I'm just, I just assume that I'm going to figure it out and I just can't I just go until I force myself to figure it out. And that's, and that, that kind of confidence is it's not, it's not an arrogance. It's, it's a lot different than that, but it's just, uh, I just am testing myself and I, it, it hasn't failed yet. So I just keep pushing and pushing and I'm just going to see, see what I can do and, and not sell myself short. Like I did, you know, the, the first 20 years of my life. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you for your service. My dad was air force of 30 years, thank great you. respect for, for the services. Um, and that we uh, so many of our home inspectors served in some capacity. And I think that that time kind of all figure it out. And I have the confidence and the tools to just figure things out as I go. So important. Would you, would you say that's hugely important in you ramping up this business and kind of starting from scratch? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And even starting this business, it wasn't, it wasn't something that I, I initially thought I was going to take on, you know, full time. I, I had built houses for a long time. I probably had about 15 total years in, in construction, residence, residential construction. Um, I got in with my in-laws, they had a construction business and so I've been doing that and ended up, uh, the last year, I don't know if I want to get into that already, but, um, you know, the last year I spent traveling, we ended up, uh, I left the construction company a little over a year ago, probably two years ago. And uh, my wife was a teacher and we just made a jump, um, to decide we were going to take some time off and travel around. We bought an RV, took the kids out of school, homeschooled them. And we've been traveling. Um, so, wow. Yeah. Coming back, I, I knew like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to get into, I'd probably go back into construction, some, some capacity. I always had the home inspection thing just because I've, I've got the knowledge. I kind of do that when I'm looking at properties renovated. I'll, I mean, I'm, I use that. So it's just something I wanted to throw in just to add to my, uh, you know, tool belt of things to, that I'm going to be doing, but it wasn't really until I um, really got into it and I had the opportunity to really sit down and think about it once, you know, the, all the shutdowns happened and everything that kind yeah, of ended so our travels. Where were some of the cool places you guys went? I'm curious. Uh, we, we started up, we went, um, from Kentucky, we went to, um, straight up to Michigan, we went to Mackinac Island. We stayed there mm -hmm. for a while. I mm -hmm. uh, went over to, to, to the Badlands and stayed there. Um, the plan was to, you know, go to Washington state, come around California. We had this kind of a, a little bit mapped out, but it was really kind of, just going, going with, going with the flow, just kind of how I always could do things. Um, people would ask us, what's your, what's your plan? Like, oh, I'm going to head North and then West. <laughs> so, we were, so that's just kind of how I am. I just got to wing it. Um, but once we got to, to South Dakota, I've been to Colorado a bunch. I love Colorado. I, I was too close and I, I just had to make a turn and I, we went to Colorado. I ended up staying there probably five months or something like that. Oh, no kidding. You were in Colorado yeah. for five months. Where'd you stay? Yeah. Um, the majority of it, we stayed in Durango. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. place. It, I just fell in love with that place. We, we, we were doing some boondocking and staying in some of the national parks and the, and the public lands. 
And then I just kind of fell in love with that little town and we just kept pushing on. Let's say another two weeks. Let's say, and it just ended up being months. Wow. So, How old are the kids? Uh, I have a 13 year old daughter and a 10 year old son. Oh, so they, they probably love it and adjusted oh. well. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. Wow. So cool. And then COVID hit. So oh, yeah. that is that, like you said, you, you told me you had some extra time and you just thought, okay, I'm going to use this time to become a home inspector. Was it as simple as that? And you just made a decision yeah, uh, and started yeah. studying? Basically, um, once it all kind of happened, I mean, it's, it was already going on. It wasn't, it wasn't in the U S yet. Um, but we had made it back to Kentucky and we were here for the holidays and things. And, um, when I I decided I was going to do it, so I enrolled in the class I got in, um, I think I was actually took the, the class that we had to take the little nine day course in early March or maybe it was a little late February. So it was like right at the time where it, it arrived here and then everything mm-hmm. started shutting down. So I, I got, the, I got the stuff done and then there was this big, um, gap of time that I couldn't take the test cause all the testing centers had shut down. Right. So it just gave me time to kind of map out in my head, what my intentions were, what my plans were. Am I going to do this full time? Is this going to be a side thing? So yeah, it gave me like just an amazing opportunity just to have time just to think about things. Yeah. Let's dig in there because I, I don't believe there's enough in our industry of kind of creating a vision or mapping out intentions. That's just not typically how, you know, how, uh, you know, half of our industry speaks. What, what did that look like? Well, I mean, any, anything I do, it's, it's, um, I never really had the intention to go in and, and just be an inspector. I mean, that, it sounds like an amazing job and I would, I'd love just to go in and be an inspector and then have, you know, so many houses a week that I just feel like doing and, and going from there. But, um, instead I kind of approach it. I like first look at it, at the potential opportunity. If there's any potential to do something a little different, how am I going to stand out? Um, cause I know my shortcomings and when it comes to that kind of industry, when it comes mm-hmm. to, if I were to follow the, the map to success that they kind of lay out when they teach us and, or if I'm reading the forums and, and looking at how people are doing things, then I don't think I'd necessarily be as successful because I'm not like one of my shortcomings is I'm not necessarily a people person when it, I'm not good in normal social settings. Like I can't do small talk very well. That's like a big, a big thing with me. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing a presentation or I'm talking to people about something that I'm passionate about, I can talk for days. But if you're, you put me in a room with somebody that wants to, you know, talk about the weather and things like that, I just freeze up and I, I don't know what to do. So knowing that I can't just go and meet and greet and meet these realtors and make all these connections as well as a lot of people will. Um, I just kind of had to think, is there an opportunity to do it a different way? And, you know, I'm, am I going to be successful just relying on, you know, my, my SEO presence, all this, this, all, all these kind of things, are there other opportunities? And once I started really looking into it, um, it, it's just wide open. Like I was amazed at how, how many opportunities there are in this industry and how, how easy easy you can stand out if, if you do do things different because there's there's a lot of the same thing going on and not that it's there's anything wrong with it because it's working for them but it is dated and if you come in with a, a more modern approach um then you can you can make your own path and it, i think that's the way it's going anyway so it just i was really encouraged by um the potential in this business specifically yeah and leveraging your strengths and again i think anyone that 
even has an interest, you know, I don't think you have to have the skill set out of the, out of the box in, um, videos, writing, SEO, um, websites, there's, there still is amazing opportunity because, you know, a, a, a big percentage of our industry doesn't pay attention to that. Doesn't create any digital media, doesn't do a ton of advertising marketing. Um, so I love that you, you identified that and said, okay, this is an area where I can excel because I've personally over the years have seen many inspectors win on those fronts and they have growing, thriving businesses, multiple inspectors, and some of them have done very minimal agent networking and presentations. So for those mm-hmm. of you out there, it is possible. Yeah. And I still don't count that out. Like I've, I've been to, um, realtor meetings and I'll still go and I'll, I'll challenge myself. I'm not gonna, but I, I still, I'm, I'm, I know where I am. And even with, um, incoming calls, like my wife, handles that that's that's one of the deals we made going in um so we i kind of te- taught her what to say and gave her a little script and the information that i needed and she's amazing i mean she's she's super intelligent and very likable she i mean she's a lot of things that i'm not so i knew that her hearing her on the incoming calls versus me kind of being awkward and having a hard time holding a conversation would be a, a positive thing and she's she's amazing at it i mean she i think she's closed every sale that we've gotten. So yeah, big, I see a big commonality with people that do have um, a spouse or someone, even virtual assistant to answer the phones right off the bat. So then you can Mm -hmm. focus, you can really think about the business and think about growing it as opposed to putting on the sales hat at random times, you know, maybe while you're on an inspection, I think it's so underrated to have that person. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about other challenges kind of, uh, as you, so you did your study and through COVID, um, at what point were you official where you were like, cool, I'm ready, licensed. How do um, I get the first inspection? When was that? Let me think. Um, it's probably, I think I got to, finally, I got to take the test maybe in, um, June or late June, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I did that, took the test, uh, and I immediately, you know, sent off my, my paperwork for the state to get licensed and they were backed up because of their situation. So, I mean, it still took a few months. So I'm, it may have been like late August is when I finally got going. So I've only been doing this you know, a few months. Yeah, no, that's great. So what, yeah. what was some of those first, um, like, what was that first intention or action when you started well, the, on that one day and said, how do I get inspection number one? What'd yeah. you do? Well, the me my my thing was i'm i'm a kind of a people would consider me to be kind of impulsive for certain things like i'll i'll jump when it came to the travel thing it was really just a a decision where i said we're gonna do it and told my wife like let's do it at this point and it was really like within six months you know i planned out we did it so it's i can be spontaneous with that but when it comes to something like this where i've I'm a, a heavy thinker. I analyze everything and I overthink things. So it, I was kind of hesitant to, to get going. Like I, when, when we, when I was ready, I was like, all right, let's, you ready to start taking them? You ready to talk to people? And I was like, I don't know if I'm ready. Yet Cause I, I'm so hesitant. Like I want it to be right. I want it to go out there and I want to have my vision kind of already. So I being hesitant. Um, she finally talked me into, we just need, you just need to do it. <laughs> so it was probably, yeah, late August or something where she decided to, you know, we just started decided to first tell people that I'm doing it. Nobody knew that I was doing it. I didn't, you know, publish my website. I didn't have anything set up or my Facebook stuff 
live yet. And uh, so that's what I did first was Facebook. I just, you know, sent a thing, invited everybody to my Facebook page, all, all my friends. Um, she did the same. I mean, and then within 10 minutes, um, somebody that my wife knew is calling. They just bought a house and I got my first inspection. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. And people hesitate. I think you mentioned, you know, that, uh, that hesitation of wanting things to feel buttoned up. And I think mm-hmm. that's an important point because a lot of inspectors don't get over that and they burn a month or two waiting till everything's buttoned up when in reality they could have started getting their job, you know, started getting a job just by putting it out there and it takes being vulnerable, right? It takes, oh, saying, absolutely. you know what? Yeah. I know I'm not <laughs> ready, but I have to start drumming up business. Yeah. I mean, as confident as I can be and the confident as I am, I mean, I was, I was terrified of the first inspection. I just, I just, I was calling my, the, my friends that I met from, uh, from my little training. <laughs> nice. Like, like, what did you do? How was it? Like, what's it really like? Cause I mean, I'd, I'd never really done one. So uh, yeah, I was, I was nervous. Yeah. How, tell me, <laughs> let's dig into that. Like what tips would you have looking back? You know, like, like we said, we know you're still fairly new in the industry, but like, yes, you know, you're gaining experience. What, what could you, or what would you say to someone who hasn't had their first inspection yet? What should they prepare for or how can they be ready for that? Well, I mean, it, it's basically, you know, when you're ready, even though I had all, I had all the knowledge I had, all, I know how every house, I mean, all the systems and a house work. I've, I've had that. It's just the, the flow of it and everything is, is so different than anything else. And to try to be efficient and then to try to pretend like you're the seasoned inspector that you know what you're talking about. I mean, it's, that was, what's was so intimidating, but luckily it's somebody that kind of knew me. They knew I had just started, so I didn't really have to pretend. Um, but yeah, even still, I, I walked in there and I, I put in more steps than I ever have in my life. I was everywhere in that house. It was, <laughs> I didn't have a flow. I didn't have a, a good, plan of attack and I was upstairs, downstairs, in and out. And I mean, it was, it was chaos. It was, it was not, it was not very, it was not a clean inspection. I got everything, but I, I was not as organized. So that's, that's the kind of thing. It just, it takes getting, getting a rhythm and, and getting a flow to where you tend to tell you feel comfortable because you won't feel comfortable the first one or the first 10 even, but so it takes you, that's, just, that's how just doing it. Right. You got to, yeah, that's how it. you, that's how you get the flow. I mean, you're not gonna, you have to get through these, challenging parts. I mean, it's part of it. You have to push through it as unpleasant as it is, but that's just I, part of it. And then it, then it comes naturally. I wonder too, if like the, the reason why there's not a playbook is because you don't know what kind of house you're going to get a condo yeah. townhouse, hundred year old house, and it's hard to prepare for it all. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. And then, and, and, and I've done little um, condos and th- things like that, little townhomes. And there's, there's stuff that I haven't seen. I, I built big custom homes and kind of got used to a certain thing because we did about the the same thing we had the same heating system in every home we had the, it's it was all similar so yeah you just experience things you never experienced before but that's the, that's the good thing is everyone everything you do you you learn something new you, even it, with my 15 years in construction i've remodeled historic homes and things like that i'm still seeing things i've never seen before but you just can't be a afraid to admit you don't know what it is and you're going to find out and there's there's so many resources available with with the forums and everything where you could be on the inspection take a picture and and send it and there's going to be people answering your question immediately so okay so you have found what what forums um like the internet forum yeah internet that's just yeah cool 
No, it's a good place. So they didn't beat you up too much in there. I know sometimes they can beat up new inspectors <laughs> in there. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Yeah, that's where it comes with my confidence. Like I, I recognize that immediately, and it's just a. Uh, that's at the beginning when I was starting when I was starting doing things. That's that can be a morale booster, especially when you're a new guy and you're looking for advice, and people are telling you how bad of a decision or you shouldn't be on inspection. If you don't know how to do that, then what are you doing being an inspector? I mean, that's, you got to tune those guys out. I mean, they exist in any industry and that that's not the help you want. I don't care how good they are. That's, you just got to tune those people out. If, if they're not bringing you positive information, if they're not being kind, then you don't need them. I wouldn't listen to them. It's more a reflection on them and their insecurity than, oh, uh, than I think on any new inspector. I think it's it's just hopefully everyone listening realizes that and keep seeking out those good sources, network with yeah. different people. <laughs> you know? And that's the thing that the truly successful people are more often than not so willing to, to help other people. Yeah. Because you get you get your success because you have this vision that you want to you're doing it for the right reasons. Like you're not going out there because it's your ego and you're inspecting and you do it your way. And you're doing it because you want to, I want to make my role in this, in a real estate transaction. Um, I want to make it as impactful as possible. I want to service my client the best way possible because not because it's just, it's my natural um, tendency to, to be a good person, but because I'm aware that that's how you're going to be a, a good business is by pleasing people. So you get those kind of people that are successful doing that are also the people that are going to be more than willing to help because they don't look at other inspectors as competition because they know that they're good enough to handle it. So Great it's, point. it's the other ones that you, you want to just avoid. Very well said. Very well said. Um, so kind of on that pleasing the customer, customer service aspect, tell me a little bit about um, that first time the client and agent were on site with you that you didn't know. How did you handle that? What was that like? Um, yeah. So walk me through. Um, that. I don't know. I, I've, I've been kind of, uh, lucky with things. Like I haven't encountered too many things and it, it's, I've enjoyed like every single inspection I've had has, has went pretty well. And I've, I've, uh, I've been impressed by myself, like how well I've enjoyed being around so many different people and meeting people. And it's, it's been a really good experience. Um, I'm trying to think about it. That's great. So it's kind of just yeah. flowed for you, right? Yeah, just I mean, chatting with nothing. people in the driveway and kind of just figuring out your own way to do things. Yeah. I mean, by the end, I, I like I, I'm getting attached to these people and I want to like, I'm telling like, yeah, if you have any issues, just call me and I'm, I'm you're remodeling stuff. You have a question. Yeah. Just call me. And then when they don't call me, I get kind of sad. So I'm like, <laughs> like, come on guys. I thought we were friends. So, but, so it's been great. I mean, I, I've, I've loved it. And it's, it's a, uh, that's one thing I, I can do like if I'm walking around and they have questions and I know the thing, I love explaining things to people. I love sharing any knowledge I might have. So, I mean, it's, I, I've really enjoyed that part of it and, and going out and meeting, meeting them. And yeah, that's one of my favorite things is, is going over the houses with people. Never lose that. Cause I can tell you from experience, from having been an agent um, and my brother even swore to this to this day, when he bought his house, the inspector genuinely said that the way you just did, and it made such an impression on him. And he recommended that inspector to someone else and to someone else. And so just that wanting to be there for him, that spreads. I think, you know, if agents overhear it, it's all the better, right? Because then they're oh, like, yeah. wow, Jamie, Jamie's the man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's whether it does, doesn't matter their intention or, or who they are as, as an agent or what their, what their motives are. Um, if they see, yeah, if they see that you're, 
you're genuine, you're genuine about really wanting just to, to provide the best service, provide the best inspection. And then, and I have to pull back cause I'm an overly detailed about certain things and I can be really picky when it came to like building houses and, and doing it myself. So I, one of my biggest challenges was, um, I knew I didn't want to be the inspector that, you know, makes everything a, a big deal or just because I can find a million problems. I don't want to, I got to hone in on the ones that are important, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's probably why I spent the most time was trying to develop the mindset of, of my role and, and what I, what the point of my inspection was. And I wanted to give them a certain amount of information, but what's too much information. And, but it came, comes down just the, the presentation basically for me, because my inspection reports are going to be detailed. Um, but I got to make sure that the, the way I'm presenting it depicts an inaccurate representation of the home. So if, if in my mind, it's, yeah, it's a normal, I mean, they, every house has problems. If I'm listing out all these problems and they're not interpreting it that way, they they're seeing it just as like, Oh my gosh, this house is going to be a money pit. That's where I have to kind of cater my language. And as I'm talking to make sure that they're receiving it the way that I'm intending them to. And that's been helpful because it's, if I think it's a great house and there's issues, I mean, I, I can relay it in a way. And I, I still want them. I mean, we all want the same, the seller wants the same thing, the buyer, the both agents, everybody wants the same thing in the end. Cause that's, what's going to make everybody happy unless there's a big issue. And that's every, you'll be happy by finding, it. I mean, the, the seller might not be happy, but, <laughs> but that's, that's the end goal is just to, to make this thing smooth and make it work and provide a ton of information so that they have a, a picture of, you know, the condition of their home and what, what it takes, but I want to do it in a way that's not going to scare them. And I, I want this transaction to go on and I want everybody to be happy. So yeah, that's, that's one of the biggest things I struggled with because I can be overly detailed and I didn't want to scare off um, my clients by highlighting so many issues or highlighting it the wrong way. So that's one of the things I worked at and I kind of mapped out my mind, like how I'm going to present it in a way that that gives them an accurate representation of the home so i don't you know i think that's just my role yeah where did you who did you have a mentor or some guidance on that mindset because you speak with the wisdom of someone that's done this for many years because <laughs> yeah. i the, a commonality i hear of many big multi-inspector firms is that they really take time to think about that concept and the way they present information and the way they communicate it um but you sound like you're ahead of the game like we're did you just kind of get a, have a sense for that's how this industry works or were you? No, it's, it's just, it's really the way I've been about everything. I mean, I, I will, uh, my brain's never off. So I, I will lay and I'll just think about anything that I'm curious about. And that's just one of those things when I was thinking about doing the home inspection, like I, I wanted to know exactly like, um, how I'm going to do it and be successful. Um, what's my potential, um, how much impact can I make it in, in the, not just the industry, but in the individual transactions, um, and how I'm going to do it in a positive way. And that's, that's just my personality is just to put a lot of thought into it. So that's, that's all. I mean, that's just, I put the thought into it. I don't take anything lightly. So I knew that that was going to be a big thing. You always hear of the, the deal killers and all these things. And that's like, I knew that I'm going to find stuff the stuff. Cause that's, I'm a pretty detailed guy, just like anybody else. And so I'll find the issues, but what's going to set me apart to, to make sure that I'm not ruining the sale with, with my, um, 
the way I describe it. And that's what I think a lot of people's problems are. Not that they found it. I mean, that's you, people want you to find the problems. That's, that's our purpose, but it's how you present it. And it's how, um, yeah, it's how you, you make sure that they're getting it. Cause they're, they don't know anything about home. So you've got to be able to make sure that they are getting the, the accurate representation of the home. And it's, that's how you got to cater your talk. I got to talk in a way that they get it. Love it. I love it. So you've got a little bit of momentum going now. So tell me a little bit about kind of how you're, how you're thinking about things you got, you know, you're getting momentum, got jobs on the books, um, but still wanting to ramp up and meet agents. What's your breakdown of like your days and weeks and, and, or is it just more spontaneous of, (laughs) Hey, I think I'm gonna do a little marketing today. (laughs) No. Um, I mean, it's, I've got like a big, like I kind of categorize my, like in my brain, I've compartmentalized, compartmentalized like um, a really big picture of, of like what I want. That's it's, you know, it's always changing. Cause it's, I like, I gotta be fluid. And that's one of the things I don't, I don't like to get a, as confident as I am. I'm also very self-aware that I know that anything I'm doing or any way I'm doing it is not the best way. Cause there's always a better way to do things. So I'm always looking for the next thing. And if, if I find that I'm doing something wrong, I'm not going to be upset. Like I'm excited because that means, oh, I can get better now. So I've got a big picture of the way I'm doing things or what what my intentions are as of now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, yeah, just individually, I'm hitting here and there and kind of just trying to get this big picture in the right direction while I'm still kind of thinking of the way I'm doing things. So I think I had maybe, see, I'm still not getting a ton of inspection, but I, I think I had four um, this week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I'm doing inspection, I, I take way more time, um, to, to do the report than I will once. I mean, of course I yeah. get more, but I'm yeah. still like, that's, that's not a, a strong point of mine because I'm, I'm a perfectionist. So it's like, I will read it and reread it and keep doing things until I finally, you know, push publish. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing I got to kind of hone in on a little better. So I'm working with that and trying to cater my reports and stuff so I can get a little more efficient with it. Um, and then I'm getting online, I'm doing the things like the video. I'm thinking of things that I can do to position myself or things that I can have just uh, like with that video, that was just a thing I thought that maybe I can, um, how am I going to reach people on social media that, uh, that want to see what I'm posting? I mean, that's, unless you're a realtor, you're, in the process of buying a house, you really want to see me up standing on a roof, taking a picture. Like that's a beautiful day. Here's another inspection. So I was just thinking, of, yeah, I was thinking just of a creative way, not to show that I was doing inspections, but a creative way, just kind of highlight like some of my strengths. Like I'll, if it's a, a wet, nasty crawl space full of snakes and spiders, I mean, I'm going in and I have no issue with it. So I was like, how am I going to highlight this? Cause that's a question I get a lot when people call, like, do you go in the attic? I was like, yeah, I go in, like I go in every, part I can fit. So, I mean, how am I going to sell myself in that way? So, um, yeah, I'm just thinking about all, all, all of those things and, and just, I'm all over the place. I'm excited for what you're going to do because I, I just think of like that video gets you in front of people. (laughs) You wouldn't have gotten in front of otherwise agents will see it. It's just another brand impression, another impression for your face. And I think there's no limit to the ways you can be likable. And honestly, agents, they work with people they like. No, you know, it's no like and trust, right? They got to know you, yeah. feel like they like you, feel like they trust you. And so, um, 
yeah do you do you we can brainstorm some ideas now if you want but i don't know if you have uh, any future visions or ideas in terms of the social media game of where you see that going because i think there's big opportunity there i'm just curious how you yeah i mean that's kind of like um i mean big picture like i like i ultimately i want to have an impact on on the industry i did i don't want to go into to something just because it's a job like it's my intentions are always like i want to like how am i going to make this better how am I going to um, help people um, do the same thing? Like I've, I've got this teacher uh, mentality that I kind of had from like, I was an instructor in the military. So I'm always thinking about how I can <clears throat> sorry, make it better. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so that's just, so when I'm thinking about uh, where I'm going to be in the industry, it's like uh, if I really had to break it down, it's like I, like I want it all. Like I, how many inspections do you want? I was like, well, I, would, you know, I'd, I'd like to have all of them. So it's just like, <laughs> yep. like, yep. like I, I, I don't want to stop. Um, but my intentions are just to like, because I know that's where I can get the most impact. Like I can have, if I can be the biggest um, company, then yeah, I'm going to be able to rewrite the way they do things and I can change it for the better. So if I see a, an issue with the industry, that's how I'm going to change it is I'm going to help drive the industry in the direction that I think it should go. So that's kind of my long-term, but I don't, I don't put too much thought. I just, I just know that um, all my actions and stuff, that's if I really think about it, that's where it's going. And that's what, that's the only thing that I'm not going to be satisfied until I, you know, I have as much impact. I just try to maximize what I can do. I love it. Yeah. Love the big vision. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. and it'll get more and more clear, I'm sure as you make progress. Are there any things in the industry that you're seeing where you're like the things you just spoke of, of like, Hey, the way the industry, the way I want it to be, the impact I want to have, are there any specifics of things where you're just like, man, why is it done that way? Like, why, why can't I flip yeah. this on its head and do it differently? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious the way things are like, um, especially when you talk, it's kind of like a trade industry and real estate's kind of the same way. It's, it's been this, the same way and it's um, yep. for a long time. It's, it's yep. just, it's just the way it is. And it's mainly because you got, you got these inspectors that that's their, they're inspectors. They're not business guys. They uh, put their time in, they made, they did their networking, they got their jobs and they established themselves and they're, they're working regularly. So when it comes to advertising, I mean, that's, it's a pride thing for them, but they say, yeah, I've never had to advertise. Like, well, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to fault them for, for doing what they do, but that's, but when I look at it, I, I see that as an opportunity. It's like there's there's a, a better way to do things for like a a person that likes doing things different. So the opportunity is endless. Um so just seeing the way that <clears throat> it's always been done, it's uh you can come in with anything with just a little bit of um uh, just the, the social media thing, just a little bit of that just puts you ahead. And you're not gonna be able to come in where they're at so you've got to do it different if you're going to be able to to do it so that's the thing is like to enter and go their route that'll be hard because they've already kind of established it and they've so it's hard to get in that way so you got to be different but if you're willing to the opportunity is endless it's wide open completely agree and i think it could be accelerated past the usual um, time frame of build relationships find the new agents, um, you know, cause you're not going to win over these agents that these guys have relationships with. I disagree with that. Cause I think, um, 
just from my time, a lot of agents use kind of just an inspector they were given the name of when they started and they kind of just stick with them. But like, imagine, you know, someone 30, 40 years old, just like me had had an inspector, but then I come along and see a video of you just being likable, having fun, like just kind of killing it on all fronts. And I'm like, man, I kind of like this guy. Maybe I'll give him a shot. So let me use him for an inspection. Boom. So I use yeah. you for one, we meet in person, we get along and, you know, and before you know it, you're ripping agents away and kind of competing in the marketplace. So yeah, the digital space. So still so untapped. So I, I really, I want to get behind anyone that's doing it, promote it, share it on our Spectora pages if we can. So keep yeah. doing it, man. And keep, uh, sure. keep brainstorming the creative ideas <laughs> of just how to, how to make this industry fun. Right. That's at the end of the day. Yeah. What we need to do. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. It's like, that's it, that's what people don't know. Is like if you are are willing, to, if you're a new inspector coming into this, like the possibilities are endless. Like it's it, these guys aren't going to be the guys that are established. They're not going to be around forever. And then even if they are, um, there's there's inspections available. I mean, there's there's so many houses being sold, and there's so many opportunities. It's it's so easy to look at and, and think like, look how many inspectors there are. It's, I'll never get more inspections and it's easy to be defeated by looking at just numbers. But if you break down those numbers, I mean, you got to have the mentality that, yeah, I mean, the more competition, the better, just going to make us all better. And if you're doing things a little bit different, that's how you're going to stand out. And you'll, you'll rise above that pack instantly. There's a, I mean, a lot of those numbers aren't doing anything and there's a lot of them that are not great inspectors. So you can't be just overwhelmed by the competition. You got to just go in knowing that you, it's, you should go do all the things that they're doing. You don't limit yourself to what you're willing to do or how you market yourself. Uh, just do them all, but also look at the things that you're good at, um, find unique ways to, to do it and just kind of use every opportunity you have available. And that's how you're going to make the fastest, the best impact. So yeah, just don't limit yourself to, to what you think you can do. I love that. I think self-limiting beliefs kill the new inspector um, faster than anything. And mm -hmm. you you want to be in this industry because the legacy guys are so complacent. Like that, yeah. you want to be in an industry. Where yeah, that's like th that's what I saw. <laughs> that's what I saw when I was looking at it and thinking about. It. I was like, like yeah, like this is it. Like it it came down like that's kind of like I have a YouTube channel and and when I started it, um, right before I started, I was have I was having that same kind of thing like. I was watching this video to help me learn how to do something, building a house. Mm -hmm. And I was saying, yeah, I could do that better than that probably. But I mean, he's already got like 400,000 views. So his video is going to be recommended way before my, like, am I ever going to catch up to that? And somehow I, I talked myself into doing it anyway. And I made the video. I mean, then within a year, I'd, I had a million more views than him. So I, once I got that, I was like, yeah, that, like, why would I, I took probably, you know, six months or something just, thinking about it convincing <laughs> myself not to do it because yeah. it's there's no what's the point but there's it's never too late for anything especially in this industry it's not going anywhere like that's one it's one of these things that's already kind of established but at the same time when you're looking at longevity like it's always going to be there like it's it, as long as houses are sold they're going to need an inspector and that's going to be hard to replace that you know yeah so, so you, you just took with, action so you just said you know yeah. what, i'm just going to do this video absolutely yeah I think that's the lesson here. And, and I think, like you said, I love that you just said, basically we'll find ways to talk ourselves out of doing anything. So mm -hmm. when you're thinking about it and you know, it's a good idea, just do it because the guy with 400,000 views, it took him, <laughs> it probably took him a couple of years to get his overnight success and to get those views, but he, he's literally had to start with zero views just like yeah. you all. And so yep. I, 
here's an idea. Tell, tell me what you think about this idea. I just, yep. because every time I have had to look for um, a video on YouTube on basic home maintenance, things that most home inspectors know better than others. It's a bad video. Audio is terrible. Production's terrible. The bar is really low. It still shows mm-hmm. me how to do it. And I'm, you know, marginally satisfied. I think home inspectors could build much bigger brands and it's great marketing fodder for agents. If you had like a five to 10 video series for new homeowners on how to do simple things, I think, I think everyone no, ab- should be leveraging that. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the thing. Like I had, when I started um, YouTube, I had no experience in, in producing videos or, I mean, I've got a, a creativeness about me where I can, I can be decent with things. I, I know that I can probably take a picture better than a lot of people could because uh, I got kind of an artsiness about me. So I, I had that going for me, but zero experience when it came to like editing or audio or anything. So within you know a video or two, you can watch my first video and it's echoey, it's garbage and terrible quality. But from like the next one, you can just tell like I'm just a perfectionist. So I'll sit there and I got I got the way I want it to look in my head and I will sit there and just keep going and keep going until I do. It. I mean, like, it's not necessarily a good thing. It's, it's provided, um, it's taught me a lot. It's made me advance and learn how to do things quicker. But yeah, I mean, just, uh, I would sit down, I would edit, you know, one video and it would, it might take me, uh, 40 hours of editing just to make a little video. What is your YouTube channel? I'm going to pull it up. It's Sergeant Donovan. It's just S G T D O N O V A N. Got it. Love it. Um, yeah, I encourage everyone to check it out. And like, you know, you got 22,000 subscribers. <laughs> That's crazy, right? That's amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, and like it's... you had to start somewhere. And you just said you didn't have much experience filming and editing YouTube videos, correct? No, I had zero. Yeah, zero. So uh, when I, I looked at it and I got uh, the Premiere Pro, Adobe Premiere Pro, and I started just like, I'm looking at it. I, I've never done any of it before. So I, I kind of knew what I wanted it to look like. So I'm watching videos and I'm reading, trying to figure out how to make the transitions, how to improve the lighting quality. And it came to, yeah, by the time I was a few videos in, I had already had a better camera. I'd bought, I bought studio lights. I started working with my audio. Um, so I just, it's just the perfectionist in me that I just, like I'm looking at it from just a very critical um viewpoint and I'd, I'd want to make it better. So I'll sit there and you know, hammer at it, go way beyond, you know, my natural talent and abilities and just keep pushing myself until I can get it to a, a quality or that, that I am happy with or willing to put out there kind of thing. So I and love that's the thing. It's, it's, it's not unique. I'm, I'm not special. There's no, nothing about it that can't be done. Cause if that's what I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm not the same person I was in my, from one to 20. So just, I think everybody has the potential to do it. If you're willing to challenge yourself and push like anybody can learn things that, that they might not realize they can. So I just sat there and I just, you just force yourself to do it and you'll realize like, well, I'm capable of a a lot of things that I didn't think I was. So yeah, it's just, I put myself in positions where I'm going to have to learn something and challenge myself in order to do it. So this is great. I love yeah. this. Um, absolutely love this. You got a bit, you know, how to make a shower pan, 1.4 million views, super impressive. Um, and you just started filming and doing it, but you put in the work. And I think for new inspectors, mm-hmm. when you have those gaps, 
are you going to work on your business or are you going to go watch Netflix? You know, there's, there's times where you have to make that decision of, I'm going to learn how to make a YouTube video and put it out there. Mm -hmm. And then you just get better doing it. You know, you just, I mean, shit, you're kicking my ass with views, you know, (laughs) and I make videos all the time. Respect Tora. So, um, I think it's a huge opportunity. I think when you pitch an agent or if you're talking to an agent just to tell them, Hey, I make home improvement videos helps our buyers out. God, that just sounds good. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you promote this much, but I think it just yeah. sounds great. Yeah. I kind of linked it and I kind of did, but that's, that's one of those things like, yeah, that's, I've kind of had that idea and I've kind of had ideas, you know, I need to make a video to, to put on my website that introduces myself and kind of highlights my abilities and, and this and that. But, um, yeah, that's, that's an amazing thing. Anything, anything you could do that, that puts yourself out there is, is going to benefit you. I mean, that's, that's the whole point is the only reason people aren't getting jobs is because that the people don't find them. So it's, you just got to be found. That's, that's the only thing it's the, I mean, the, the basics are there. You got to be able to do a good inspection, but once you get that locked in, then it's all about setting yourself apart from others and, and helping people. So that's you just got to get found. And there's no way to fail at that. If you throw something out and it doesn't necessarily work as good as something else, it's still out there. So you right. just keep doing it you just keep doing it and keep doing it. And eventually they'll find you. Exactly. And if you're being genuine, you know, and, and you're being yeah. genuine and doing it through video videos where it's at, I think for those mm-hmm. that don't, for those that maybe question it, the social media algorithms promote videos over anything else. Cause they know that's the most engaging keeps people on the platform. So I think video, you have to, you have to be there. And there's only a few inspectors in every market that are really leveraging video that I see um, on social and through YouTube. So it, Again, huge opportunity. If that's the theme of anything, it's it's yeah. it's pay attention to this space and leverage video. It's tough. I think. Do you, what would you say to the inspector that says, "Ah, it's hard to like measure the return on that"? It feels like I'm just doing this and no one's gonna see it. Yeah, or- that's that's the thing. If you've got to you got to get in your the right mindset that um that it might not be instant, mm-hmm. but it is it's guaranteed to be beneficial. I mean, it's. It, it, you can't fail if you're putting yourself out there and you start adding content. I mean, once it, it multiplies and somebody comes upon it and they're like, wow, this person's really doing a lot. You just got to keep putting it out there. I mean, my first YouTube video didn't, you know, it took a year or two before it picked up and, mm-hmm. and got, and was found. So but once it does, it's, you just got to go with that momentum, but yeah, you, you can't be discouraged when you're doing things and you're not seeing immediate returns. That you gotta have, you gotta be in this for the long game, and that's why people um, are. There's so much turnaround in this business, so much. There's so many people that give up um, because it's not necessarily easy to to come in and just start doing inspections. Like there's a a, a long learning curve. There's a long um, period where you're you're not discovered yet. So you've got to be in it for the long haul, and you you've got to position yourself. So you're going to utilize this downtime to maximize, you know, what's going to happen in the future. So you got to have that mindset, just that everything I do is going to be beneficial. I'm not going to see immediate results necessarily, but I'm just going to keep hammering at it. And if you stick to that formula, it's almost guaranteed success. So you can't just assume that you're failing because it's not happening yet. Cause it's, it, that's not the way it works. <laughs> so you keep, you keep doing it. And that's when you'll prove to yourself that, yeah, that that was worth it. Like, I'm so glad. I stuck it out and I filmed like when I was doing my videos, I'm so glad I stuck it out and 
kept filming, even though I wasn't getting subscribers and I kept getting the content because it's so easy to give up and just quit when you don't have immediate returns. We want that immediate satisfaction of that. What we're doing is, is worth it, but that's just not the way it works. You just got to keep doing it because it's a long, it's a long game. Great advice. Long-term thinking, long-term results. Um, And I think we're exactly the reason why I'm doing this podcast and talking about it is to give people that confidence to say, no, you're not going down the wrong path. This is the right place to be, to get in front of agents, to get more business, to grow a business long-term. Um, Cause I think people question it because they don't know it. They don't know yeah. maybe the digital side in our industry as well mm-hmm. as say you or I um, maybe have learned it. Um. Yeah, so we got a couple minutes left. So what what's interesting to you? I kind of just want to hear what you, where your mind's at um, in terms of what you think about day to day or your vision, even for the business. Is if as that gets more concrete, yeah. What let's just yeah. let's just riff on what you're um, interested in. Yeah, the biggest thing with me is just um, like untapped potential in this industry. That's where I'm kind of like still trying to find my place. I like I'll keep doing like the things to position myself and to with the videos and thinking of ways, and I need to keep working on my website. Cause it's I mean, I, where I've been in this for just a few months. Like I had no time, you know, I, I had, to, I built a website. I had to, I had to get everything together, try to make it look like I, I was a business that exists, you know, within a few months period. So now that it's all settled out and I'm actually getting inspections and stuff now, um, I just really, I just want to, I'm trying to grasp what opportunities are out there. And there, it seems to be so much like what other things can I do to, to be a part of the the whole process of um, a real estate transaction. Am I limited to just the doing an inspection thing or is there other opportunities for me to, to do things that can help um, make things easier for the buyer, make things easier for the, for the agent. So I'm just trying, I'm thinking of the capabilities of maximizing just um, my purpose and not just home inspections, but in the whole transaction of real estate. And, and that's what I'm trying to grasp right now. And what I'm thinking about for like long game. And I I'm thinking about, growing. I've had people approach me. I mean, even already I was, I'm talking with a guy that thinking about, um, bringing him in and, and bringing somebody else in to help me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, growth is a big part of it, but that's, I'm not, I'm not going for, um, fast growth. I don't, my scaling is not like, I don't want just a boom, boom, boom every month, just, but it, it has naturally just, and it will just, if you are doing it for the right reasons, if you have, um, good intentions on everything and you want to be the best and you want to provide the best service. You want to provide the best report. You know, if you have that, you'll, it'll, it automatically happens. So yeah, my inspections, I've been growing every week. I get more and more and more and it just, it's been a, a steady uptick. But when I'm thinking, yeah, long, long game is I just want to maximize my, um, my impact and, and not just in inspections, but in, in the whole transaction. So I'm just looking at possibilities to things to get into and, uh, so that's where, yeah, that's where my mind's at. Love it. I absolutely love this mindset. One, you're basically kind of manifesting and planning for your continued growth, which is great. And you're doing the things you're actually taking the actions to get yourself there. Um, I think if you're making videos and getting in front of agents, that's like, you're going to be your own growth guy, you know, and I, I know in certain, in IEB, they, they always talk about hiring a growth person. I think that might be you, um, with your business. So you'll be doing inspections and doing the growth activities. Yeah. Um, I love the mindset of, let's be creative here. Like, does it, does it just have to be, here's your home inspection report. See you later. Like, I love that because I do think it's a outdated process that no one ever kind of, I mean, not no one, there's companies trying to kind of hack in and 
figure out ways to connect all the dots for home buyers and monetize it and this and that. But you're right. It's like, are there different inspection types we haven't even dreamt up yet that can happen before closing, after closing? Um, I know people have tried it before in our industry, but like maybe they didn't do it the right way that clicked, yeah. you know, it's, it's fun to think about. We should do a, a brainstorm session. It'll be fun to catch up with you in six months and, uh, you oh, know, see, see what you've been thinking about at that point. <laughs> no, I, I, I'd love it. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, I appreciate the time. Um, we got to wrap up here. I'm going to link to your YouTube channel website. People got to check you out. I got, I'll, I'll <laughs> link to this video. I think it's fun. Um, and yeah, anything, anything, any parting words or, uh, anything you kind of, you know, want to chat about before we get out of here? No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's my biggest thing is I just want to encourage the new inspectors. So that's, I hear it with the guys that I went to school with. And it, it's challenging. Just don't be limited to the way things have always been. Don't neglect those possibilities either, but don't limit yourself. Just keep pushing, keep trying new things. Don't be discouraged when it takes a little while. Just keep pushing. And as long as you got, you have good intentions and you're learning, you're a good inspector, it'll work out. So that's what I'm saying. Just, I want to encourage people just to keep pushing and keep going because it is a, it's a hard time to get into this industry right now. It's a hard time to get out and meet and greet if that's what you're relying on just because of the way things are. So you just got to utilize every possibility to get yourself out there. So just don't limit yourself and just keep pushing. Love it. From someone that's going through it, that's actually doing it, that's actually putting his money where his mouth is. So uh, we'll be keeping up with your progress for sure. Um, awesome. Great, great stuff though. Thanks again, Jamie. This was fun. Um, we'll be talking soon, man. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right,